Yesterday, oh, can you hear me on the pod beam? Good morning, everyone. I'm trying to open my Facebook here. Did you see Marie-Pierre Awan? It's uh, it's like two things at the same time, totally unfocused. Doesn't matter. Welcome. It's Friday. And I hope all of you are not saying, thank God it's Friday, because that means you don't love what you're doing. <laughs> I wish for everybody never to look at whether it's a Monday, whether it's a Friday, whether it's a Sunday. I wish on everyone that every day of the week happens to be the best day ever. My name is Maria Mariano, 37 years in multi-level marketing. Yes, I'm a specialist of the multi-level marketing business uh, and I've been through all the changes. So today I'm an excellent coach and mentor, real estate investor with my husband, Mohammed, and I love the book we are covering right, right now, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, because it's about the fundamental principles of human effectiveness. I was sharing with uh, Sabrina and Jean-Philippe this morning, we always do a, like a pre-podcast. I said, it doesn't matter the, the, the goals we fix. It doesn't matter what we decide we want. It doesn't matter what we do in life until I don't develop my seven habits of highly effective people, I'll never have the fundamental principles as a human being to be effective and truly generate the amount of money that I need to realize my dream life. And remember, our vision with the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds from day one has been to build a thousand millionaires free of debt, free of mortgage, and that you guys make so much money that you help out someone in your community. And our mission is to level up together. And I want to say a special, special, special thank you to Lise Boucher, who intentionally is there on the group Facebook, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, participating with positive thoughts, with positive uh, positive statements. And I appreciate so much, Lise. Thank you for joining me on the Zoom. And on the Zoom in English today, I have somebody from Tupper Magic, Christina. Hello, my friend. And yes, Raluca yesterday won a trip to Cancun Moon Palace. We're so excited, so excited to celebrate her tonight in our multi-level marketing business. I want to say a special good morning to Virginie from France. Virginie, I love it. She's practicing her English and that, that's what life is about. What can I learn intentionally more of? We've got to be intentional every single day. So let's dive right into the subject, Marie-Pierre. Uh, because the seven habits of highly effective people, these habits are basic, they are primary, and we need to work on them. And when we work on them, they will be truly transformational. Marie-Pierre, did you notice the more we're reading, the more you and me realize what, where a lot of what I say comes from? And I'm realizing even if I've never finished the book, what I did read truly uh, were the foundation of where I am today. Imagine, marie if I had actually finished this book before age 30, where would I be today? So I really encourage you not just to listen to the podcast, because remember, what I hear, I forget. But I encourage you to go buy the book, okay? 
Do the podcast while you have the book on hand. There's even a workbook, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People workbook. Be intentional because I can tell you today, after 37 years being in business with the utmost conviction that if I had actually completed this book 20 years ago, just maybe, just maybe, Marie-Pierre, I would be somewhere else with my career. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never, never, ever, really, really ever know. Okay. So, but first we need to understand today's subject. Today's subject is the power of a paradigm. And a lot of you might already understand what paradigm means, but just in case I said, Marie-Pierre, I need you to explain what is a paradigm and how do we make this paradigm shift. And then I'm going to give you a few examples. And then we're going to go back to Marie-Pierre with the techniques to intentionally change our paradigms. Marie-Pierre, explain what is a paradigm. Yes, so a paradigm is a model of understanding consistently free of significant contradiction. It guides our expectation and helps us to sort and organize and classify information. So it affects the way information is processed by the brain and the type of question we ask when trying to understand the world around us and incorporating as it does all the knowledge and experiences we have acquired since birth. So we all build internal model of our world which we rely upon to understand it and to assure our survival in it. So a paradigm may be personal or cultural, and we each have many different paradigms for a different context. Yes, thank you, Marie-Pierre. And, and by the way, guys, I'm watching you on Facebook. I want to say hello to Rosalina. Hello, Matthew. He's always joining us every morning. Jennifer, Angela, thank you, thank you, thank you. Marie-Pierre, just before we, 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 we dive into the subject now, uh, how can they help us on Facebook and on Podbean, please? Yeah, so on Podbean, and just because you are on Podbean and you listen to the podcast for every minute that you are uh, there, you get heart and we get heart too. So for each art, you have a chance to win a conditioning program. And when you comment, you get more heart. And when you share the podcast, you get more heart. <laughs> so you have more chance in the draw at the end of the month. But for us, it means that we are more visible on the Podbean platform. So we can reach more people and make a difference in uh, more lives. On Facebook, of course, when you share and when you comment with six words or more, <laughs> that will help us uh, with the algorithm of uh, Facebook. So we can reach more people and achieve our mission that is uh, to build a thousand millionaire. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marie-Pierre. And yes, the word is paradigm. For those that, uh, Caroline, hi, how are you, love? Yes, a paradigm. So how do we, how would we explain a paradigm? So the word paradigm, I'm just going to read it verbatim. The word paradigm comes from the Greeks, okay? It was originally a scientific term and is more commonly, commonly used today to mean a model or a theory perception, assumption, or frame of reference. And my way of sharing with you what a paradigm is, it's a map. It's a map of how you see the world. It's basically a map. 
And I love the example it gave in the book. And then I said to Marie Pia, oh my God, I read another example in another book talking about paradigms and the power of paradigms. Okay, so here's an example. Yes, so it's like a map, right? A paradigm is like a map. This means I'm, I could be in Toronto. Look what happens with paradigms. I could be in Toronto, but I have a map of Montreal. So try to connect this with anything you want, but you have a map of something else, right? So I'm in Toronto, but I have a map of Montreal. It doesn't matter how optimistic I am. It doesn't matter how positive I am. It doesn't matter whether my attitude is high or not. At the end of the day, no matter how hard I try to get around Toronto, I'm just going to be getting around Toronto faster and always in the wrong place. So until I don't change my map for the right map, it doesn't matter that I'm doing my dream board. It doesn't matter that I'm fixing short-term, medium-term, long-term goals. It doesn't matter that I'm doing, Marie-Pierre, the conditioning. If I have the wrong map, I want you to visualize, if you have the wrong map, it doesn't matter what you're doing and or how enthusiastic you are or how optimistic you are, how positive you are. It doesn't matter. You're still going to get around the wrong place faster. So until I don't change my paradigm, nothing changes. So when my parents immigrated here to Canada, their paradigm was you're born in poverty, you shall die in poverty. It's the mentality of the kings back in the days, right? Very old, old mentality. But when they came to Canada, this was the first paradigm shift that Adelina and Michelangelo had. Because arriving in Canada, the first paradigm shift they got was this is the land of opportunity. Now, I know some of you are immigrants out there. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So this paradigm shift made them, gave them a new map. And now they have a map of the Canadian way of doing things. That if you work hard and you save and you invest and you buy in properties, you will become a millionaire. This is where the paradigm shift happen. But until Adeline and Michelangelo did not have a paradigm shift, they would have stayed in the mentality, no matter how enthusiastic they are, in the mentality, if you're born, born poor, if you're born into slavery, you shall die poor, you shall die as a slave. And we all know that's not true. Just look at the U.S. with Martin Luther King. Once you change the paradigm, we were able to have a black president. That's the power of a paradigm shift. You can work harder, have better attitude. I repeat, you still won't be able to get to where you want to go. You'll still be lost. Let me underline again, Marie-Pierre. I want it so much to be important here because I know a lot, a lot of people that speak well. I know a lot, a lot of people that fix incredible goals. I know a lot, a lot of people that do beautiful dream boards or bucket lists but they're not going anywhere. The problem is they have the wrong map. They're stuck in their paradigm, okay? And being stuck in the paradigm, what happens is they always go back to, to references or to mentorship or to role models that fits their old paradigms. 
So they can never grow into what we had a testimonial, Marie-Pierre, to witness last night, our first Canadian presidential director. So if, yeah, right, exactly, Christina. If our, if our, if our paradigm hasn't changed, it could be, Marie-Pierre, that last night's recognition for some of my directors that their paradigms are unfortunately the wrong map, it could be they didn't even congratulate Annie yesterday. And it could be that they were not even impressed by Annie's recognition last night. And that's because they're in their old paradigm. So I want you to understand your paradigms are actually your internal prison. So let me give you a few more examples because I love working with images, me, Marie-Pierre. I remember once in another book, Marie-Pierre, Marie where they were talking about there's an accident. This was a scientific experiment in psychology. They put 12 people in the corner of a street. They fabricated the accident. The accident happens, you know, with stuntmans, whatever, it's irrelevant. And then the psychologists each interviewed the 12 people that witnessed the accident. Conclusion, each one of them, based on their paradigms, based on where they were standing, based on their mind map, gave a completely different explanation of the accident. Now, that's something to think about. Depending where you're standing, which is a metaphor, depending where you're coming from, your perception of something will be completely different. If you have the wrong map, it doesn't matter what you're doing, which which motivational book you're reading. It doesn't matter which personal development book you're reading, but until you don't change your paradigms, nothing's going to happen. Let me give you a second example. I'm coming to work and I'm listening to the radio and the guy says, if you're living difficulties at work, please call in and share what kind of difficulties you're living with your, your bosses. Okay. So I'm listening to this, and I'm always intrigued by, by, by what people have to say, right? I'm a boss myself, so I was very intrigued with the conversation. The lady calls in, and she says, I feel that my boss doesn't respect me because I'm a woman. And she goes on and on and on, giving a few examples. But what really stood out was that she felt that he didn't respect her because he never looked at her in the eyes, the radio guy, I don't know how to say it in proper English, says, uh, I am curious, by any chance, is your boss from another origin? And she was surprised. She says, yes, why? She goes, I'm curious, is your boss Haitian from Haiti? And she was even more surprised. She says, yes. Well, the, the radio announcer is from Haiti. He just didn't have the accent because he was born and raised here second generation. So, and then he went into uh, explaining to her that her paradigm of respect, her map of respect is when you talk to somebody, you look at them in their eyes versus her boss's paradigm of respect where he comes from because he's an immigrant to Montreal, Canada, is that if you look a woman in the eyes, it's the most disrespectful thing you can do. 
That's the power of paradigm. So it didn't matter what this woman would have tried to do, you know, fix ambitious goal, whatever. It would never have worked until she changed her paradigm and understood that he respected her very, very much and believed in her truly by the way he was behaving with her and not the opposite the power of paradigm. And I think one of the last ones, Marie-Pierre, that I want to share is about the Muslims. I'm married to Mohammed now. It's been 33 years. Let me tell you, my friends, when I presented my, my future husband to be to my Italian family, you know, paradigm of a village, a map of a village, like before I met Mohammed, guys, you got to understand that I thought the whole planet only ate pasta. I didn't even know there was rice. And then Marie-Pierre said to me, well, what about risotto? But where I come from, there was no risotto. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a dish from the north or whatever, right? So I want you to understand that when I said to my mother, Mohammed, Musulman, I'm, I'm putting the Italian accent here, it was the end of the world because my mom and dad's paradigm, first of all, with religion, is you have to marry Catholic. That, that's, that's where they're coming from, their map, from their village. Number two, their paradigms, their maps had been shaped by what people had told them. And back in the days, if anybody remembers 1983, 84, remember the book, Never Without My Daughter, the, the American who went to Iran, or I don't remember when, they made a movie out of it. I forgot the famous actress. Well, it was in that moment, that movie shaped my mom and dad's way of thinking. You understand? So it was, you have to read the book that uh, the husband of uh, Sabrina wrote, Martin, to understand how we worked hard, Mohammed and I, to change the paradigms, not of his family, but of my family, so we can be married with blessing. Because if you get married and you don't have blessing, I also believe the marriage would never have worked. So switch your paradigm, shift your paradigm, and you're going to be able to succeed your next level. But if you don't change your paradigm, the way you're seeing things is simply a product of what you're used to or a product or and a product of what you're seeking. A product of the way we think is usually where we come from. Okay. So today I can share with you just to conclude the story with my husband, there's two families that marked my life and understanding courtesy and understanding kindness and understanding love. Family number one was definitely the Mikalash family. When I went to Algeria the first time, my husband had had a, a bone marrow transplant and he hadn't seen his family for a long time. So he had gone and see his family and I, I, I decided to surprise him. So me and my sister... We, we we did something with the brothers. Anyways, we ended up in Algeria, but Mohammed didn't know we wanted to surprise. And I met the Mikalash family. Can I tell you guys, you know, how wrong paradigms are simply because you're seeing it through the lenses of media. You're seeing it through the lenses of whoever's telling you the story. So I would love to change your lenses. The most loving, welcoming family of all times. yes. Men set together and women set together. It's cultural, it's respect. But they also knew I was from Canada, so I sat with the men. So anybody telling you otherwise, it's, I'm telling you, it's not true. It's what you're hearing in the media. 
and everybody generalizes, generalizes. And my sister was with me. If I had my sister on the podcast, Marie-Pierre, oh my God, she would add to this story. How to this day, the trip that marked her the most in her 50 years of life is that those two weeks she came with me in Algeria. Paradigm shift, paradigm shift. So Marie-Pierre, define to us what is actually happening scientifically when it comes to the paradigm. Yeah, so it's really the brain that shapes your paradigm really fast. So I have an example for you. Just think about it really quickly. So I have two phrases for you. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> okay, the first time I read it really fast, banana doesn't fly. <laughs> what is that? Just because it's the same word, it's the same kind of phrase, when you read it faster, you just say, what is that? <laughs> There's something wrong. Just because the first sentence defines the context and the brain expects that it will be the same thing after and you will just read uh, similar sentences after that. But it's not. <laughs> but I, I love that example because we can really see how fast our brain will create that the paradigm and we'll expect that everything will be similar and everything will be um, exactly the same. So I have a few questions just for you to examine your paradigm in your life. So if you are on Podbean, write in the comments. If you are on Facebook, in the comments too, I want to uh, read your answer. So have you ever been to a different country? So what was strange to you? So Maria, I know that you been to different countries. <laughs> so what was strange to you at first? Well, in Algeria, there's one plate in the middle of the table and everybody eats from the same plate. And what was also strange is that Mohammed's father would always measure the food he would eat before eating. And that's where, when I learned the importance of respecting one's body. He says to me, Maria, it was the, by the way, the, the greatest learning I received was from Muhammad's father named Shilali. He's passed away. So he divided the meat. He goes, remember, and he took three glasses. There needs to be one third in space in your stomach for water, one third space for food, and one third space for breathing. And he goes, remember your body, I'll, I'll translate in good words that you understand, is your temple. And when you respect your temple, you can achieve anything. That came from Shilali today, would, would have been probably 85, 90 years old. Okay. It, I, it was mind boggling because I never thought, and that's, by the way, I never thought of splitting my, my food before. And I just want to share with you, Marie-Pierre, that you are in Tupperware with me. That's where I started using portion control with our vent and serve. So eat with your brain, meaning one third for my, for my food, one third for my water, one third to breathe. Portion control before you start eating. That was a revelation for me. Mm, I love it. Versus the Italians, versus the Italians, the bumbleify, it's not a word, but you guys will know me, bumbleify the dishes. Like there's always minimum three times more food than we need. We need. So what a paradigm shift. What a paradigm shift. <laughs> and Caroline on Podbean said, in USA, just the, the taste of the barbecue sauce, it was strange. <laughs> when she did, she, uh, 
and she went to the McDonald's. <laughs> and <laughs> just like that, it was strange when she tasted. <laughs> so the second question, did people act the way you expect them to? Can I answer? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Like I went to Algeria with a paradigm, unfortunately, uh, that went to the book, Never Without My Daughter, that went to the news media, that went to maybe movies I had watched. And, and I was apprehensive. And then, whoa, just blown out of my mind by the hospitality, the kindness, the love, the generosity. Ah, I'm going to stop. I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> mm. I love it. And Christina said, said too, people acted better than what she expected them to. Absolutely. After that, looking back on your travel experiences now, what do you think people thought about you? Do you believe their thought about you were probably similar to your thought about them? Absolutely. I know when I walked in the home in Algeria, they thought of me as a as a queen from Canada. They, they put me on such a pedestal just to realize them too, that I was simple and, and, and down to earth. But I know they overdid it with the, the, the gold dishes. They overdid it with the, the crystal glasses because in their head, they must have thought that I, I was like a princess, you see? Just to realize after a day or two when I started doing the same day dishes with them. And the second day, I ended up in the kitchen peeling potatoes with them. Even them, I gave them a paradigm shift. It's not because I come from Canada and I'm wealthy that I, 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 I'm, I'm on my high horses. So they got a paradigm shift too. Yes. <laughs> and the last question, just to examine your paradigm. If you had the opportunity to get to know people in your travel, how did, you, how did that change your assumption about them? Repeat the question. If you had the opportunity to get to know the people in your travel, how did that change your assumption about them? You know, I, I've been in poor countries and, and I, I realized that, okay, here, here's one. I want to answer this one, Marie-Pierre. It's fun because I didn't know the questions ahead of time. So it's, it's spontaneous. Ah, Nathalie Brochu is with us. Okay. Um, I realized that when I traveled to a poor country, the Canadian poor, even if they have a lot more than the poor country I traveled in, the Canadian poor are much poorer than the poorest in the poor country. I hope I'm not confusing you, and I'll explain to you in a second. When somebody's poor in Montreal, there's so much to compare to. The big house next door, the, the car which you don't have, and I can go on and on. Instead, in the poor countries I visited, everybody is the same. So they don't know they're poor. I know they're poor, but they don't know they're poor. Do you understand my, my, my paradigm shift? Like I'm saying, hang on a second here. My definition of poor is within what I know. But the poorest of the poor people in those villages you see in third world countries, they don't know they're poor. You know they're poor. They don't know they're poor because everybody's the same. Mm -hmm. And like Christina said, and they are happy. Yes. 
Absolutely. So that was just an example about travel because I think that was a great question just to examine your paradigm and to really understand what was the paradigm. And of course, you can examine in your brain all kinds of paradigms that you already have just to know them and after you can change it if you want. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. I'll give you an example of, of how important it is to analyze your paradigm because what you seek, you shall find, like, like the algorithms. Um, Mohammed, at a certain point, he was on, oh my God, this actor uh, converted to, to being Muslim. Oh my God, this actress became Muslim. Oh my God, um, uh, Michael Jackson's sister is married to a Muslim. And I said, Mohammed, Mohammed, okay, the only reason you're getting all of this on your social media and your YouTube is because your algorithms are giving you more of what you're looking for. Example, I have a pug now and I have a Frenchie. Isn't it funny that everything on Facebook is about Carlins? Can I say Carlins in English? The Carlin? Yeah. And, and as soon as I open my YouTube or I open my Google, first thing that pops up, Carlins, Bulldogs, French Bulldogs, American Bulldogs. What you seek, you shall find. So now all of a sudden, I think the whole world only owns Carlins. But it's not true. Change your search, change your algorithms, change your map. So if you're stuck and frustrated and you want more, change your algorithms intentionally do different things, read different things. Because until you don't change that map, that algorithm, it doesn't matter if you're following Think and Grow Rich. It doesn't matter wh whether you're doing a dream board. It doesn't matter whether you're doing your goals or the bucket list. It doesn't matter whether I'm giving you tools to, to jump into action. Your paradigm is still the same. You still have a map of Montreal and you're stuck in Toronto. You're not going to get anywhere. Okay. And remember, I'll give you another example. Racism. Nobody's born a racist. A racist. We teach our children to be racist. Nobody's born a racist. Nobody. You look at two children playing together, there's no racism amongst children. It's the paradigms we have given them. The paradigms you have in your you've got to change those paradigms. You've got to change your perception. When people disagree with us, we think something is wrong with them. That's the problem. No, remember, sincere, clear-headed people see things differently, each looking through the unique lens of their experience. So be inclusive. The more we become aware of our basic paradigms, our basic maps or assumptions, and how we have been influenced, you know, racism, how, what, where does it come from? How have you been influenced? The more we can take responsibility, the word I love in my life is take responsibility for these paradigms, examine them, test them against reality, listen to other people, and be open to their perception, thereby getting a larger picture and far more objective view. I, I encourage you this weekend to really take a look at your paradigms. And if you're stuck and frustrated, and you really believe with all the hard work you've been doing in your life, you should have been further, I have an announcement for you. Stop fixing goals, 
Stop thinking big. Stop, stop, stop everything. Right now, I want you to hit the brakes. Because until you don't get a map of Toronto, while you're in Toronto, you'll continue to be stuck and frustrated. You got to change your paradigms, my friends. So I encourage you once again this week, look at your paradigms and ask yourself, why are you stuck and frustrated? Why aren't you financially more ahead? Why are you not living your dream life? Why? Why? I want you to be in the why. Understand the map that's dominating your brain. Amen. Love you guys. We're off to the French. And if you enjoyed, please share. Bye-bye, Christina. Thank you so much for joining us. Merci.